Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Hello and welcome to the Super Awesome Mix podcast. I am Samra Abuselbi and I'm joined by my co-host and co-founder, Matt Sidholm. Matt, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm great. I'm excited to be on the show today. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. You know, I have to admit um, that you are... So, let me... I have to admit that I actually did not prepare an introduction for you, even though you are our guest on today's Mm, (laughs) mix Yeah. Well, that's so, unfortunate. Um, it is. And I know almost nothing about you. Oh, <laughs> well, that's part of the charm of the show, I think, is that there's a little bit of mystery about who I am, what I'm about, all of that. Right. So probably best to keep it that way, I think. Yeah. In fact, we should just end recording right here because today's mix <laughs> is, is actually your Desert Island mix. And I feel that that's a very revealing mixtape to walk through. I think it can be. Yeah, it can be or or it could not be right or it could just be a very elaborate hoax the whole thing. Um, Like (laughs) the first season of Lost, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, I'm you know, I'm very excited to have you on the show today. I um, this was actually one of our more requested uh, mixes to walk through, which was your Desert Island mix, which I got to admit makes me a little jealous because I feel I played my cards wrong by, <laughs> <laughs> by doing that first. You know, I should not have opened the season with my Desert Island mix because now there's no intrigue. Well, you know, here's the thing. Admittedly, you know, I go back to the TV series Lost that I just referenced. We didn't have a plan when we started this podcast, right? So right. we started it with your Desert Island mix, and that's been far and away our most popular episode. So give yourself a little credit that everybody loves that episode. But yeah, as a result on social media, people are like, well, when are we going to get Matt's Desert Island mix? So here it is. We're doing it. We are doing it. Um, and just that's a really good segue to note that you can actually listen to these mixes, uh, not only this one, but all the previous episodes by visiting the show notes in there. We always have a link to at least Spotify. Um, and sometimes we have mixes hosted as well on Apple Music and on YouTube Music. I'm starting to go back and add some of those in, which is very much like making a super awesome mix for an event, by the way. You can hand out a mixtape. And we host that mix on those three very popular music services so that no matter who your guests use to listen to music, they can almost always um, find it on their preferred music choice. So I've been going back and adding a lot of those links there so that you can always listen to music because, again, unfortunately, we cannot play them on on the podcast. We really wish we could, but we just can't. Yeah, we get that question a lot. Like, why don't you guys play the songs? And it just comes back to copyright issues and and we're trying different things we really are making efforts to try to see if we can make that work at some point but for the time being um you can go listen to the mix i've heard i've talked to some listeners who kind of toggle back and forth between listening to our podcast and then going over and listening to the songs on the mix as well yeah yeah for sure there's a number of ways you can do it with that Let's get into your mix. Um, I'm going to be introducing all of Matt's 12 songs here. I hope every single one, you know, 
is worthy of you being stuck on an island for the rest of your life <laughs> and you're not going to get sick of them because again i the other thing i'll note before we get into this when we started this podcast as matt mentioned a moment ago we really did not have a plan it was kind of on a whim we jumped into a recording studio uh online of course and and recorded it and so i put my list together maybe overnight i mean it was pretty fast i was running on instinct mostly and i was like yeah this is this will work this will work so on still pretty happy about it I'm not I'm not there's no regrets however it was so funny because I've been asking Matt to put this mix together for like <laughs> for like 24 of these last 28 episodes <laughs> and he just kept coming back to me but I'm still working on it I'm still working on it so I I had a really like I got a lot of high hopes for this one I think you I think you did a good job but let's see we're gonna start with um, opening track by Dave Matthews solo by the way not Dave Matthews band You've got so damn lucky. Tell yes. Me, yeah. Tell me about this one. Yeah, this was uh, this was my wife and I's song at our wedding. This is the song oh, we danced to. Yes. I love so, that. So I had to lead off the mix with uh, with that one because I imagine if I was trapped on a desert island, I would I would miss her and um, yeah, I would just think of uh, I would play this song over and over. But yes, I'm I'm very lucky that um, I have her and. Um, yeah, I think I would, you know, probably be a lesser person without her. I, I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And you are already like kind of a less. No, I'm just joking. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not bringing a lot to the table to begin with, right? Right. So yeah. that's why I'm lucky that she kind of tolerates what I do bring to the table. Sure. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, this is great. It's a lovely song. I um I was kind of laughing to myself because i think it's great that dave matthews solo work is just dave matthews of course but then his band is the dave matthews band and i just have to wonder what it's like to be a member of his band being named after you know the lead singer of the band um it's kind well, of well and uh, yeah and there's other instruments played on his solo album so clearly he's not playing all the instruments so there I, is this is like the secondary dave matthews band Right. right? <laughs> it's like it's like some sort of B team, but he's like, Yeah, but I'm not gonna name you guys. And it's like, yeah, you right. don't name us anyway. It's like right. <laughs> exactly. But I'm not even gonna even mention that there's a band. It's just me. It's just me. This is it. Yeah. This is my this is solo it. work. I love <laughs> this it. is it. But I think this is the first time we've had Dave Matthews or Dave Matthews band on any of the mixes, right? I think so, yeah. Which is kind of surprising because I mean he's obviously like a hugely successful artist. Kind of polarizing uh, is my take. A little on him. polarizing, yeah. There have been times where it's a little bit um, not cool to like Dave Matthews Band, um, but, uh, but you know what? I, I think they make um, I think they make really good music. Um, you know, some of the live versions will ramble a little bit, but but by and large, I, I think it's pretty good stuff. I agree. I like this one. This was a good one. Um, really sweet story too. Obviously, all about appreciating, you know, his life and his relationship. Um, it was like a near accident he almost got into, and he feels very lucky that it didn't go for the worst. So yeah, great opening. Um, let's take it on to track two here. You've got a George Strait uh, song. I knew there's going to be country on the mix. Um, <laughs> check that bingo box. <laughs> And you've got his song uh, "Love Without End," which is is actually a really beautiful song. Like the lyrics are are really nice. Um, so tell me about this one. Yeah, this was one that I look back and think I probably should have included this on our Father's Day mix. Right. But you know, it's about the love that uh, father has for his children, 
And um, yeah, I mean, I've got two kids and I love them. And I think um, I would I would want them to think about how much I love them when I'm trapped on this desert island. And uh, this right. just makes me think of uh, think of my kids. Yeah. So that's really what it is. I like it. Yeah, that's great. Um, it is a really like a, like a lovely song. I, I've been really trying to listen more to country and like especially old country because I, you know, with, with more of an appreciation for the story being told and less yes. kind of judging the sound because I've just come to, you know, just like I don't like a lot of the country sound, but I think it's like sure. a really good, good medium for some really great storytelling. So that's kind of in my new light on country. I, I'm coming around to it. Yeah, I, I would say the older country was so good lyrically at, at yeah. telling stories and, um, you know, describing situations. And, and I think there's there's a lot of well-written country songs out there. You know, a lot of the more recent country songs, and I know we're going to probably do a new music mix soon. I think it's going to be hard to find some new country that I'm really into because it sounds much more like pop music now. And uh, just not as, uh, I don't know, not as substantial uh, lyrically as some of the older sure. stuff is. I think there's like a really great TikTok meme if you haven't seen it. And I'm, I'm going to butcher what it was. But I want to say it was like all men, all male country songs is like beer, beer, truck, truck, uh, something like that. I, I have <laughs> seen that. Yes, it is pretty funny. Yes. <laughs> And then isn't the female country songs like I'm going to I'm going to kill that guy for cheating on me. Right. Yes. That, yeah. <laughs> I think that's right. <laughs> yeah. That is a funny uh, one. That's great. All right. Um, if you did have a bingo card set up for this podcast, uh, for this Desert Island mix, you you can go ahead and check this one. We've got a Bruce, Free, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Um, and you've got Growing Up. Yeah, so Growing Up is uh, probably my favorite Bruce Springsteen song, and um, it's off one of his earlier albums, but but this version in particular, I put a live version on here, which was done in 1978, so a few years after the song was uh, released um, on a studio album, and uh, the part I love is the part in the middle where he's kind of telling this story from growing up and being a part of a lawsuit and... Uh, you know, he has this one line where he's talking about how his mom always wanted him to be an author because he's a good writer. And he says, you know, you can get a little something. You can get a little something. Then his dad's like, no, I should be a lawyer. And he can get a little something. He, you know, that'd be good. And then he kind of pauses and says, what they didn't realize is I wanted everything. And I thought that's such a cool line. And in the live setting, the crowd just goes nuts when he says that, you know. And, and then he kind of follows it up with, you know, one wanted me to be an author, one wanted me to be a lawyer, but tonight you're going to have to settle for rock and roll. And it's just yes. kind of this cool little interstitial in the middle of the song that you don't get the studio version. That's just kind of a live thing uh, that he used to run through. But I, I just think that's such a cool, uh, you know, kind of gets you fired up. And uh, yeah, it's just a cool little story that he tells there. Yeah, I I really appreciated that actually. Um, you know, listening to the whole way through and then having that interlude, I I liked the story. I even you know I laughed at the beginning of it because he mentioned when like the lawyer took a look at him, he was like, oh my gosh, like I have to, <laughs> like I have to defend this guy, you know, because I guess he's he said he mentions he's dressed just like he was dressed on stage, um, and yeah, then he tells this great story and it ends like that, and then he goes right into this like heart, you know, this like kind of rock sound right after he delivers that line and. It was really nice. It's great to listen to. Yeah, and if you if you Google old pictures like 1970s Bruce Springsteen pictures, I mean, he had the 
I'm almost like a Willie Nelson look. Had the super long hair and uh, the facial hair. I mean, you know, probably got pegged as some sort of dirty hippie at one point. Right, in time. right, right. <laughs> All right, this is great. Let's go on to track four. Um, just an iconic song by Billy Joel. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. Yeah, I mean, I love Billy Joel. This is my favorite Billy Joel song, and I think it's a lot of people's favorite Billy Joel song. But it's, uh, you know, it's all about catching up with a friend, eating great food, and uh, that's uh, those are two things that I love and have been fortunate enough to do. I mean, certainly, you know, COVID got in the way of, of travel in the last year or so, but prior to that, certainly traveling around and meeting up with people, or not traveling around and just being meeting up with friends in the area. But um, that's that's two of my favorite things, and I, and I just love how this song just describes that kind of meeting at a restaurant, and then you immediately go into catching up on people. And he does such a good job of the music changes throughout this song, and the lyrics sort of match the changes, but it, it paints such a great picture of you know, catching up with an old friend and, and just the, the different phases you go to and then it just sort of fades out at the end. So I, I just think it's uh, so well done and uh, just a tremendous song. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's great. It, it definitely sets like a scene. It's almost like, I mean, it's truly it's a scene from an Italian restaurant. He does a good job <laughs> of setting the scene. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a little vignette in a way, you know? It's like you listen to the song and you just, you could play a little movie in your head as you listen to it. Um, and I just imagine as you're on this desert island, it'd be nice to reminisce about the times that you are, you know, eating at a restaurant because presumably you're living off of, I don't know, coconuts. I don't know what the local foliage is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> some maybe bananas, possibly maybe. some fish if I get good at fishing, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. All right. <laughs> All right. Track five. Um, mood shift, for sure. Yeah. And I had not heard this song or known this artist, but I'm obsessed. So it is. <laughs> it is I Go to Work by Cool Mo D. Yeah. So um, I love 80s rap music, you know, so Cool Mo D, Big Daddy Kane, Eric B and Rakim, like all that kind of stuff. I love those songs. And this is probably my favorite one of them. So I just remember hearing this as a kid. This was probably one of the first rap songs I ever heard after like maybe Run DMC or something like that. And uh, still gets me fired up today. You know, I mean, it's a really cool song. In recent years, I think if you're familiar with the movie Love and Basketball, they play this song in like one of the early basketball scenes because I, I think that one starts off with uh, them playing basketball sometime in the 1980s. But um, yeah, I just think it's an I love that era of rap music, which I know it's dating myself, but it's very early um, in that genre. But I just think this is an awesome song. And just describes, you know, just working hard, which I think we can all relate to and, and is never a bad thing. Yeah, no, this is so good. I I also just commented on like the lyrical work here is outstanding. Like it's just an incredible. Um, I'm going to like in no way do this, um, you know, do this properly. But like one of the lines, some of the lines that really stood out to me were like, I go to work like an architect. I build a rhyme. Sometimes it climbs so erect. Skyscrapers look like atoms, cars, electrons rolling in patterns. Like just really rich imagery, you know, that he's like his his lyrical work is so good 
that he's like building a skyscraper to the point that even cars look like atoms like rolling around it you know and just like what rich imagery uh and he delivers it in such an interesting way like, you, you definitely have to go listen to this song again you can find that our mix is uh in the show notes so good thank you for introducing me to this i love it <laughs> no and there's so much i mean i love cool modi has so many great songs like that and it's just i i think you know, lyrically, he's great. And he also had like kind of a, a back and forth with LL Cool J uh, back in the day. And obviously, LL has gone on to do a million things. He hosts every award show. But right. um, yeah, I mean, that's also really funny to hear, you know, go back and listen to some of those songs where they're going at each other in, in different raps. It's pretty cool. Nice. All right. Halfway point. Track six. You've got Donna and Blitzen by Badly Drawn Boy. Tell me about yeah. that one. So another mood shift. Uh, this is from the soundtrack to About a Boy, which was entirely done by Badly Drawn Boy. And uh, I think I've mentioned that soundtrack before, maybe on the mix, or, or maybe we've, we've just talked about it. But yeah, so I, I love that entire soundtrack. But, but this song in particular, I think is just such a you know, nice little love song, but it's also a Christmas song, right? There's sort of a Christmas right. theme to it. And uh, I remember putting it on a mix for uh, my now wife, then girlfriend. And uh, and she kind of was like, that's a that's a really nice song. She's like, was that like a Christmas song? Did you sneak a Christmas song in there? I said, yeah. <laughs> so it's this very subtle Christmas song. But I'd imagine when I'm on a desert island, I would want to sort of mark the time. And I'd want a Christmas song somewhere in there. And so I picked this one. It's a really good one. Yeah, it's, I like that it's kind of subtle, you know, and it's not it's not um, something a little bit more explicitly Christmas, but it's great. It's so funny. Um, so About a Boy is Sarah's favorite book. And then also I think she loves the movie as well. And I started playing this, um, you know, as I do whenever I'm prepping for, for a recording. And she was in the kitchen and all of a sudden she just materialized out of the kitchen and started karaokeing and dancing to this song. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a huge fan. <laughs> it's such that whole soundtrack. It works so well. The movie is great. The book, I mean, everything like that. Yeah. It was such a well done package uh, of, of things. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Um, track seven is a band that I love. And so I was really happy to see this on here because obviously this mix is all about me because everything is <laughs> about me. <laughs> um, all right. Track seven, Pork and Beans by Weezer. Yeah. So I, I would love Weezer as well. A lot of great Weezer songs, but um, I picked this one just because I love the sentiment of you know, he's pretty much screaming at the end, you know, I don't care. I don't care what you think. <laughs> you know, it's kind of yeah. about accepting yourself. Um, reading the background of this, it seems like he was kind of called in by his record company. and was like, hey, you need to you need to make some more commercial hits. And he was just kind of like, screw you. And he goes and writes the song and it ends up being a commercial hit. But really, right. the intent was almost like an F you to the uh, to the uh, record company. So so kind of ironic how that worked out. Um, I can also see this song being something played like if you're doing the montage of me figuring out life on the island, like the beginning of this song is me like, you know, falling out of a tree as I'm trying to retrieve something. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm knocking myself out after trying to break up a coconut, you know, and then by the end of it, the song really gets going and, and it shows me really figuring things out on this island. So that's the that. that's the imagery that I had while listening to this, too, is I could see that being 
being very well done and, and kind of playing out on the island that way. <laughs> That's great. Um, we keep referencing our, our desire to build a, um, like a movie studio as part of Super Awesome Mix. And so I think we're going to have to option that too. <laughs> Each of our Desert Island movies. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a great call. Yeah. Or, or yeah. you know, maybe we could write a musical. Oh, great. Yeah, I love that. Maybe After... the twist at the end could be that we're on the same island and we had no idea. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, we kind of just gave it away. But yeah, that that's is true. good. <laughs> Someday when Lin-Manuel Miranda joins us on the show, mm -hmm. we'll have to talk to him afterwards and get him get him on board with this. I agree. Yeah. Desert yeah. Island Mix musical. Yeah. I mean, he's queued up as a guest on the show. I don't know how far along he's in that we, queue. You know, we're, we're scheduling so far in advance. I mean, exactly. it's going to be a little bit. He's trying to time it out with, you know, some of his projects. But Right, right. You know, he's on the list. Yeah. He's on the list, for sure. All right. Let's go to track eight. Um, another kind of mood shift, a very different track than, than everything else. So very interested to hear the story on this one. It is titled Karn Evil 9 colon second impression and this is by emerson lake and palmer yeah well it's actually first impression part two okay now oh, that's key got it, right. because yes okay so carnival nine so on this emerson lake and palmer album called brain salad surgery they did this it's a total of 30 minutes this carnival thing that has a first impression that's broken up into two parts a second impression that's broken up into two parts and then a third impression Got now, it. if you listen to the whole thing at once, you know, you, you're going to do your Google 1970s and drug use, right? Because it's super weird overall. And then you've got this part two in the middle of it. And uh, one, I, I remember hearing the song like on a classic rock station or something like that when I was younger. And I just, it immediately like caught my ear. Like I love all the different instruments that they use in the song. So I think musically it's really cool. Um, I like the... Uh, the the lyrics are, are are pretty neat as well describing this really out there kind of carnival scene um and um yeah i just think it's an amazing song and at some point on the desert island i'll probably start hallucinating about one thing or another and uh you need a super weird 70s prog rock song to uh go along with that yeah yes i think that is a critical part um either just through you know, the lack of human contact, or maybe you ate some berries that are, have a hallucinogenic. Yeah, I'm testing know, out like, the foliage. I'm like, all right, right something here's got to be edible, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. No, yeah, uh, really, really great song. I should go back and uh, and listen to all those various parts. Um, I imagine altogether it's quite the tapestry. It is, and it's super weird. And you'll notice if you listen to this song and then listen to the whole thing, there's elements of the song that are kind of peppered throughout the whole thing, you know, motifs, if you will, that sort of come back again and again. But um, it's very, it's super weird. <laughs> so right. I'm, I'm admitting that right off. So if you go and listen to it and you're like, well, that was, that was kind of weird. I mean, you know, I warned you. Okay. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, let's go to track nine, which is not a super weird one. This is definitely a, like a, I imagine a lot of our listeners know this song. Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. One of my all-time favorites by these two. Yeah, this is, I, I completely agree. This is just one of my all-time favorite songs. One of those songs where the words and the lyrics, I'm sorry, the, the music and the lyrics just match up perfectly, right? They do a really good job of, you know, implying tension 
with the music and then the lyrics and uh, that, you know, there's screaming, there's ups and downs, like you, you feel pressure. Um, and again, going back to the desert island scenario, you're going to feel a little pressure at some point, right? Like yes. I, I'm going to get hungry come day three and it's like, I got to figure this out. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, yeah. Great. Great addition to the track or to the mix. I would probably be playing this one just like a whole lot over and over. I don't think you could really tire of this song because it, it's just, it's so, I don't know. It's got so much, yeah, variance in it. Even just in this one song, it's like, it's musically so interesting. Um, and these two, I mean, they were just absolute geniuses. You know, Freddie Mercury and, and David Bowie, complete musical geniuses. Incredible that they got together to do a track, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I realized when putting together this mix between like scenes from an Italian restaurant, Carnival, and then Under Pressure, I was like, those are three songs where the music fluctuates quite a bit throughout. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wondered what that said about me, but I did notice that like three of my top songs were like these kind of wild rides, uh, you know, musically. Now, not a lot of consistency throughout, but uh, very enjoyable nonetheless. <laughs> That's like a good summation of every time you call me. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just this insane stream of consciousness. And then it all ends up where it's like, well, that wasn't so bad, but yeah. God, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> Overall, very enjoyable. Yeah. Overall, very enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Home stretch here. Track 10. Thank the Lord for the Nighttime by Neil Diamond. We've had Neil on, on the show a couple of times now, so but never this track. Um, and this is a great one. This is a really good one by him. So tell me about this one. Yeah, this was a real... Uh, I, I love Neil Diamond. Obviously, I've mentioned him on the show before. Um, yeah, I'm a bit of a night owl. Like, I love uh, being up late at night. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. And so this song, I just kind of speaks to me in that sense. Um also talks about how he doesn't really like his job like he just can't wait to get uh, you know off of work and then go go see his lady his lady friend um and so yeah i mean i kind of feel the same way sometimes you know it's like instead of working i'd rather be off uh, doing something else and yeah, uh, sure. seeing, seeing the ones i love um but yeah i think it's a great it's an upbeat song and uh, it's, it's a great one for the night owls out there I like it, yeah, and it, it has like almost like a Motown feel to it. It's interesting, like it's it's really, yeah, musically it's like a really fun kind of peppy song, and and yeah, looking forward to the, you know, the after work hours. I love it. Yeah, nice. it could be it could be redone by the right kind of soul group and and still hold up. Like you could mm -hmm. create a really cool version of this with a with a different band. I agree. All right, track eleven, Human by the Killers. I um, love The Killers. Did not know that you were a fan. So tell me about this then. <laughs> yeah, I am a fan. And I realized I think this is the first Killers song that's been on, yes. the, on the mix, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is wild because I think they have so many great songs. Um, they do. Yeah, I am a fan. Uh, I love this one. It's funny when I was kind of researching a little bit. It's got... I guess they it's considered one of the more confusing lyrics of all time, uh, which mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, are we human or are we dancer, right? Um, yes. But I, I read one critic's review that described this song in particular as a combination of New Order and Bruce Springsteen. So I thought that was so funny that, and I didn't know that when I picked this song, but I think it's funny that it's kind of thrown into that genre. Maybe that's why I like this so much. But... Um, 
I think it's a really cool song lyrically and talks about all sorts of feelings and emotions and how they've played different roles in uh, in one's life. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's sort of the reflective, it's a fun dance song, but it's also lyrically a little reflective. And I feel like, again, stuck on a desert island, I would probably be in a, a reflective mood. I agree. Yes, you can you can spend the rest of your days pondering, are we human or are we dancer? I, I think you can, you know, get closer to the answer than maybe any of us could. <laughs> yeah, going back to the hallucination reference, right? At a certain point, <laughs> right. I would start to wonder what is going on, right? Am I even human yeah. anymore? Yeah, right. I, I really love that line. Um, I mean, it, it's so interesting to me because it really is like such an iconic lyric. And I think everyone can like immediately sing it when they hear it. Um, and yeah, it's like so hotly debated. It's uh, I, I could imagine there being somewhere in the world a college course <laughs> titled "Are We Human or Are We Dancer?" in like a <laughs> philosophy department, and you could have you know a bunch of students debating this and and interpreting it and and coming up with some really cool answers. <laughs> that would be a great yeah. I wonder if someone could write like a whole PhD thesis around that question, you know, and become a PhD in philosophy just based on that. I like it. Yes. Um, if you've written that, you know, be sure to DM us. <laughs> Reach out. We may not have you on yeah. the show because it might be too weird, but, you know, we definitely want to read that paper. We really do. Yeah. Um, all right. Track 12. Last track on your mix. You've got Waiting on a Friend by the Rolling Stones. What an appropriately titled last track to a Desert Island mix. Tell me about it. Well, that's exactly what I had in mind. This is, I, I love this Rolling Stone song. I don't know how you know popular it is among the diehard Rolling Stone fans, but you know, I'm sure we'll hear about it uh, you know, on our comments. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think this is the perfect song when you're on a, a desert island, you are just kind of waiting on a friend. And uh, I think going back to our musical idea, if we were to find out we weren't the only ones on the island while we're while this song's playing in the background, I mean that's that, there it is. Yeah. There it is, right? Like there's the, your, your big crescendo moment at the end of the show. Um, but no, I just think it's a really cool song. It's it's got a real laid back vibe to it, and um, yeah, I, I think it's a cool song about friendship. It is. I I don't think I had heard this one, um, but really enjoyed it. I love the Rolling Stones. And I will add this to my repertoire of, of the other songs that I love from them. Would you say actually this is your favorite Stone songs or it's just that you wanted to call you, you wanted to use this one because of the nature of, of the song? I think it might be my favorite Rolling Stone song. Yeah, oh, wow. I think That's so. Awesome. I mean, I, and admittedly, I am not I have not done the deep dive and I couldn't name you ever Rolling Stone song. It's sure. like kind of like the Beatles I'll throw on the Beatles station on you know Sirius XM or whatever and you know though there's always a song that I'm like I've never heard this before you know like just right. a huge catalog so by no means am I a I've heard every Rolling Stone song but I would say this is probably at the top for me very nice all right well Thank you, Matt, for coming on the show and, and making such a wonderful Desert Island mix. It was great to be here. I mean, I've just, you know, a longtime listener. I mean, I'm a big fan and, uh, you know, just <laughs> you guys, you're doing the Lord's work. So keep it up. <laughs> Thank you so much. That means a lot. Um, well, you can find more of Matt's work at Super Awesome Mix on Instagram. Um, 
he, um, you know, his partner actually posts there. He doesn't. But you could, you know, you kind of, <laughs> he, you know, it represents both of our feelings, let's say. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, check us out on Instagram and, and online, uh, superawesomemix.com. You know, learn more about our event cards. Uh, we've got already, like, being sent out to some birthday parties and some weddings. It's really, really fun. Cannot wait to see us uh, show up in, in more events. So superawesomemix.com and click on Make Your Mix or on the Events tab, and you'll find out more information there. Thank you again, Matt, for, for coming on the show. And so for me <laughs> and for Matt, uh, this has been another super awesome mix. Take care, everyone. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCode.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's DLMSupplyCode.com.